Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. It's so great to have you along with us this morning. I'm Ann Baldwin, the host of the program, and I'm so excited today that I actually fit into this guy's schedule. Uh, Nathan Grube is with us. He's the tournament director of the Travelers Championship and has been for, I think, since 2005, if I'm correct, Nathan? Yes, yeah, it's been 05. I can't believe it's been that long, but it has. It's flown by. I know. Time does fly by. And I just want to say publicly that you've just done such a great job with the Travelers Championship Tournament. Um, I know back in the day when I was at Channel 30, I had the pleasure of attending and always just had such a great experience. You know, thanks to you guys and all the volunteers, which we're going to talk about, um, you really put on quite an event. And I think that really shows... Um, really by the players that are coming, you know, the field of players, and that's news that's still breaking, you know, every day, and I love that. So coming right up to the event, the date of the tournament, it starts on June 20th and runs through the 26th, um, you're always adding new players into the field. So, again, thanks for your time. I know you're a busy guy, but this is the month of, of the big tournament, so we want to talk about it. No, and thank you. Very kind intro. I mean, first and foremost, there's so many people that it takes to, to put this event on. I get to talk about it a lot, which I absolutely love. But I mean, without travelers, without our volunteers, without the staff, I mean, there's just so many people that work year round on this event to to get to a point where I have something great to talk about with you. So, I mean, kudos to everybody who, who just works year round on this tournament. It, sometimes it amazes me. I mean, there's Every Friday we get into a to a working group and there's about 40 of us on this call and we start, you know, in like July working on the next year and yeah. it, you know it culminates with this. So no, but anyway, thank you. So yeah, I mean the the players to your point, we get to a it's a weird model where we actually get to announce who's coming, you know, leading into the tournament, right? Think about any other sport where you know, you know what team is going to be on the field, right? right? You go right. see the Patriots, you kind of know who's playing. You go mm-hmm. see the Jets, you go see the Giants. You know, with, with a PGA Tour event, it's very different. Like, we have a date on the calendar. We have a title sponsor with Travelers, but there's no guarantee on who's going to show up. So, you know, going out to, quote, unquote, recruit your field and, you know, basically sell your tournament, sell your region, sell the community to these players, the caddies, the the spouses, the girlfriends, the wives, the partners, you know, to sell like, hey, come play Travelers. And you have to go out and recruit that. And as you get guys to commit to your event, you 
let the public know, right? You let our sponsors know, you let, um, you know, the fans know, you let the volunteers know. So there's this weird sense of like trickle excitement that is like built into the model that you get to say like, Hey, now this one's coming. Now this guy's coming. So it's, um, it's a crazy business model, but it also produces some, uh, some anticipation and some excitement too. Yeah. And it, it just gives you that many more bites at the apple, right? When it comes to publicity, you know, every time a big player, you know, announces that they're going to be in Cromwell, that's always a good thing. Yeah. So I know this is before the tournament, but who do you have signed up? Who are some of your headliners to date? Sure. So we probably have like oh five or six of the top 10 in the world signed up so far, um, you know, starting with the, the number one ranked player in the world. Um, Scotty Scheffler, a young kid out of Texas who is just absolutely uh, taking the golf world by storm. I think he's won 50% of the events that he's entered in in the last year. And so, I mean, Scotty is just a phenomenal talent. And anytime you get the number one ranked player in the world to to come play your event, it's awesome. Uh, Justin Thomas, I mean, you know, Justin has been the number one ranked player in the world as well. Just won the PGA um he's coming it was funny I, I remember justin as a sophomore in high school he was probably 16 i think he came here and he was with a, a friend of his patrick Cantley, who we given an exemption to and i remember justin just as a kid saying i'm gonna play in your tournaments someday mr groove and i'm like yeah okay okay and then here he goes on to become the number one ranked player in the world you know we gave an exemption to so justin thomas uh patrick Cantley, uh rory mcelroy and rory's been great oh yes Obviously, you know people as someone that, that people just love and um, so, you know, Xander Shoffley, another incredible player, uh, you know, number 11 in the world. So it's, I mean, it's shaping up to be when you look at it and I kind of know some other guys that are going to commit. I mean, we're going to have seven, eight of the top 10 players in the world. And for our event and for our fans, I just, I'm ecstatic for them, what they're going to see when they get here. Right. And that just means so much because it is a great week of, you know, spectator sport of golf, but also the experience that you've put together around that. You know, I used to think when I worked at Channel 30, I'm going to date myself. Okay. I was out there covering (laughs) what we used to call the GHO when Sammy Davis Jr. and Lee Trevino were there. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to say that was just a couple years ago. How about that? Okay, good. Just a couple years. But you know, that's what I remember. And I know I remember that it was just, it was, it was, it's still a great tournament, but it was so much smaller and you didn't have all the things that you have that, that wrap around it. Now you've got corporate row. Um, you've got just a great venue and great experiences for people. So um, what is the best thing you think? Have you added anything new this year that folks who get their tickets to the Travelers Championship can look forward to as far as experiences go? So, oh, man, where do I start? I would say, to your point, it's more than a golf tournament, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 an experience, and there's very few, I think, sporting experiences where you can come out and enjoy from dawn until dusk. I mean, quite literally, we have tee times that start at 640, and the guys play till dark. So you can literally come on property and spend the entire day. I kind of say we're like Disneyland. You can come in as early as you want. You right. can stay as late as you want. Right. You know, just you get it's not like, hey, you know, kickoffs at 1240 and then the game's over at four. I mean, that, like, that's not it. So we, we take that kind of we know that going in. Right. Saying, hey, people could be here all day. Now, how do we make the experience um, the best it possibly can be? And one thing I'm, I'm real excited about, we've kind of built off of this the last few years and then really, you know, kind of 19 being our last kind of normal year. Um, I would say we really wanted to make a general fan, right? So you buy a general admission ticket, okay? You come in and, you know, it kind of says general admission. I, I really want to create a new name for it. But when you come in, there are five venues that we have on property that are free and open to the public. 
Um, we have put them around the golf course. There's shade, there's climate control, there's, you know, places to go sit down and relax for everyone. And we've put them on the ninth hole, the 18th hole, the 15th hole down in the fan zone. So immediately uh, our fans will know right away going, wow, okay, I'm just not buying a ticket. And I just, you know, only the huge big companies are going to have these big hospitality suites. Anybody can enjoy these, um, the, the five venues on property. And so that's one of the first things that I, um, I think I'm proud of. We have sponsors that subsidize those that basically pay for those for the general public. Um, so I'm excited about that. Our volunteer experience is another one. And I mean, people volunteer with us and, they, you know, come out, take vacation, they come out work, like our whole volunteer experience from the check-in to the gifts we provide to, you know, the food we feed them to how we get them around to gifts. I mean, it's just, we try to make the volunteer experience a really, really enjoyable one. So, you know, whether you volunteer your general fan right off the bat, I, I think you're going to feel the hospitality that, uh, that we try to, we try to get let everyone feel. Yeah, it's just so much fun. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Nathan Grubin. He is the tournament director of the Travelers Championship um, part of the PGA Tour. We just heard that Scotty Shuffler is going to be there. I've been, wa- I never watched golf. I got to tell you until recently, and since I've started, he's kind of the star, right? He's just, he's amazing, and he seems like such a nice guy. So what a draw it's going to be to have Scotty and and some of the other folks um, playing this year. What about the food? I always want to know about the food at this thing. <laughs> so I would say this. We, we've learned a lot over the last couple of years, right? Some things we, we had to do due to COVID, just due to health yep. and safety. And then in doing that, we actually learned a lot about things that people liked that we you know, weren't doing before. And it's like, okay, well, we had to do that. Now, guess what? We're going to keep it. And so how we built our menus, and this is going to be a funny way to say this, but how portable our food is, right? Because what we found is people like to move around with their food. They don't want to miss the action. They don't want to do things. So they want to be able to stop, get a drink, you know, and then like be able to migrate around. So just that whole quote unquote portable experience with really, really good food. It's not easy to to execute, but we learned a lot the last couple of years, and I think our fans will see some big differences, um, even where we place it, right? I mean, you know, okay, okay, a fan is walking for 34 minutes. Now they're probably going to want a beverage, a restroom, and this. Okay, a fan follows this group around for another 50 minutes. They're going to would like well, maybe more of a full meal and this and this. So we try to anticipate that experience where hopefully you don't even realize it, but you walk out of there at the end of the day going, I really had a good time. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not walking out of here hungry. I'm not walking out of here uncomfortable. I'm not walking out of here sunburned. I'm not walking out of here like you walk out of there in just a great mood. Even how we do our traffic patterns, leaving the golf course to kind of like we want to anticipate. I mean, honestly, it comes out of Traveler's DNA. I mean, they try very, very hard to anticipate their customers' needs as an insurance company. And they have that same philosophy for the golf tournament. They want to anticipate and they want people to not have to ask for something, but just anticipate a need and then have it met. And so um, that's our goal. You know, people drive away and they go, that was a really, was really fun. good time. It's fun. Yeah. You know, and it's family fun too. That's the other thing. It's 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 a great way to introduce your kids or your grandkids to the sport and just get out and about. And um, I know I've been out there a lot and never gotten into a traffic jam. But I do want to say one thing to the ladies out there, because I don't know, when I go to the travelers, I like to look cute. All right. To me, it's all about the outfit. Yeah. But beware of those high heeled sandals or shoes, because chances are you're going to be parking in a field 
and have to walk a bit of a distance. I mean, it's a walking day, right? You don't just stand around. You don't just sit in a seat and that's it. So comfortable footwear would be my number one suggestion. What else should people know before they come out? What kind of bag checks do you do? I, I remember back in the day you couldn't bring your cell phones in. What are the do's and don'ts when it comes to entry to the tournament? You know what's crazy is to remember that, right? I remember not being able to bring yeah. my mobile device into a, into a tournament. Now, I mean, like all of our tickets are digital and the whole deal. And it's like, oh, you have to, you know, it's it's one of those things. And then, you know, the videos that people record and, you know, the selfies that they take with players. So, yeah, I mean, obviously it's part of the whole fan experience. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole – we have a whole section on our website called Know Before You Go. And to your point, it just kind of prepares you for the day, right? Comfortable shoes, you know, but we do have sunscreen. We have free water in all the medical stations. We have all these shaded areas on the golf course. We have, you know, here are all the tea times if you want to come in the morning or the afternoon. And then there's obviously from a public safety standpoint, you know, we limit the size of the bags that you can bring in and things like that. Just, you know, we want everybody to feel safe. We want people, we work with the local PD. We work with the PGA Tour security team on kind of what's appropriate and what's not. And because we want people, again, we don't want people walking around wondering like, hey, I wonder what's in that suspicious package. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want, you know, like I, we want people to feel yeah. good and just not think about all of that. They're going to yeah. think about the day that they're having with their friends and family. They're going to think about watching the best players in the world. They're going to think about, hey, this is all raising money for charity. And they're going to walk out of there going, man, Connecticut knows how to do this right. And that's honestly the message we want to send the world. I mean. And and, and to that point, yeah, you're just you were just going to mention it. And I'm sorry for the interruption, but this is nationally televised. Is it going to be CBS this year? It is. It is. So it's Mm -hmm. actually it's internationally. It's 200 countries. When you look at um, we are on we're on NBC Thursday, Friday, CBS, Saturday, Sunday. And so for four days, for four to five hours a day, and that's just the network coverage, not even the online coverage and the ESPN Plus and the, all the digital platforms that start broadcasting stuff, you know, at 8 a.m. and early in the week. And I mean, this is a massive commercial for a week for our region. Mm-hmm. We, are, we, are, we are screaming to the world, hey, this is what we do with a professional sports franchise. And if we all want to send the right message, like, I mean, there's people watching this broadcast and they're, they're dissecting it, right? Looking at it going, wow, look at the local community support. Yep. If I ever brought a, a baseball team there, look at how much the community supports this. Or mm-hmm. if we ever wanted to put a, a football team there, look at this. And then you show the corporate support and then you show the volunteer support. And then you show like, I mean, you look at all of the things that line up for this huge commercial on what we do when we're given this opportunity and the message that sends is a really good one like connecticut knows how to do this is the message that it sends yeah that's that's really cool to be a part of that exactly and too many times unfortunately in the world that we live in connecticut has been on the map for all the wrong reasons so this as you mentioned is a great opportunity nathan to showcase the beauty of the course out there um, it's just so well groomed and just such a beautiful environment. And I just love watching all the all the coverage. I mean, there are cameras everywhere. You've yeah. got they've got drone footage. I mean, these are networks that cover golf tournaments all the time, and they're going to be right here in Connecticut, which is absolutely yeah. so exciting. So let's yeah. talk about the volunteer component. Again, as I mm-hmm. flashed back before to my Sammy Davis Jr. days, um, I also know that the JCs play a big role in this tournament as well. Yeah, they do. You know, honestly, the tournament wouldn't be where it is without what the JCs did. I mean, it was 1952. It started, you know, a community effort for them, and, and they took this thing all volunteers. I mean, I, I can't even imagine 
the hours that, that they had to put in before work, after work, on the weekends. And so they, they were a critical piece to, to get to, you know, where things are. I would say the late, late 90s, early 2000s, the sheer volume of what it took to put on a PGA Tour event just changed significantly. The television contracts changed. The demands on a tour event changed. And so, you know, they, they started to, to hire full-time people to come in. I mean, I, I was one of the ones that came in in 05. Uh, to, to a staff, and now we're actually up to 13 um, full-time staff. And there, I mean, the JCs. There's still some volunteers uh, from the side, obviously, that are involved with the JCs. But the whole dynamic just became massive. To where to to ask a volunteer to commit, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week to this, especially leading into you know March, April, May, June, it just became a task that that wasn't that wasn't reasonable. So the staffs of pretty much all tour events, you know, have, have grown to the point of like, Hey, this is a professional sports franchise and we just ha- we just need the time to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So you combine the staff with the, you know, what are we up to this year? We probably have 2000 volunteers this year that, um, that are giving their time to make this work. It's, it's, it's an amazing combination of people who work year round on it, people who volunteer for two, three, four, five, six months on it. Um, it's just a, it's a pretty big family, to be honest, that it takes to put this on. It is. And, and you think about the fact that, like you said, these folks take a week off. A lot of them will say they're mm-hmm. taking vacation time. They're giving back to the community because ultimately this money goes to the charity. So before we get to the charity component, Nathan, let me ask you this. Do you need more volunteers? And what is the process if people that are listening to the show say, hey, and do you need to commit to a week or can it be a day here, a day there? Sure. It's a great question. Um, We there are I would say the majority of our committees are full, but there still are a few that are open. And if you go to travelerschampionship.com, you click on volunteer, it'll show uh, which committees are open. Um, There is we do ask for people to commit to a couple days um, to be able to just because once you get trained Mm -hmm. and once you actually understand all the nuances, you know, for the what we found over the years is the volunteers that work one shift at the end of that one shift, they went, Oh, got it. Now I understand where to park, how early to get here, where to take my water, where to, you know, stuff like that. So the second shift was always, you know, so much more impactful for them and for everyone. So we do ask that, you know, there's there's a minimum there, but there's still a few a few spots left um, to volunteer. We will fill up. Um, but if you go to TravelersChampionship.com and um, you can check on there to see uh, what opportunities are there. And what do you get with that if you do volunteer? Obviously, I would assume you get free admission to the tournament. You do. You do. And it's um, yeah, I mean, you get to make friends that you'll know the rest of your life. First of all, I mean, you're you're in, you're in there with people, right? Your committee, you have a sense of pride for what we're doing, for what you're doing, for how you're helping to put on the tournament. Um, there's a uniform, there's food, there's a um, component to it. Um, like I said, there's gifts. We try to take care of you in the villa. Uh, the volunteer villa to, uh, you know, take a break and um, and just, you know, have some camaraderie and and really just remind you, hey, this is a sense of pride, right? There's a reason why you're doing this and why these other thousands of people are doing mm-hmm. this. And you're part of it to uh, to put it on. Right. So um, there's some tangible, there's some non-tangible stuff. And I think we all need to keep in mind as we head out to the tournament, the Travelers Championship this year, to say thank you. To say thank you to these people that aren't out there getting mm-hmm. a paycheck, that have Agreed. taken vacation time, you know, or time off from their lives, whatever it might be, to to do this. And that's really worth a thank you. And I'm glad that, you know, we spent so much time putting that in perspective because I think it's important. Again, I want to give you the dates of this year's tournament and Scotty Scheffler and a lot of good folks have already signed up. It begins on Monday, June 20th. 
and it runs through the 26th, the following Monday, and the weather is going to be perfect. Yes, it is. <laughs> of course, and, <laughs> and usually it is. I mean, last year, I think you had pretty good weather, right? Oh, it was great it, wasn't last year. It? Yeah. I mean, that's the good thing about it is it's a week long, right? right? So, I mean, if you have one day that has a little rain, I mean, I always feel bad for the events that really have a, a defined beginning and ending on one day, and it's from 1 to 4 p.m. on this day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always feel, you know, feel bad for them. But, yeah, I know it's all week, and so if you have a little blip one afternoon, you have, uh, you know, a, a lot of other days to enjoy. Right. And, again, the website is travelerschampionship.com, ticket information, all kinds of information on the website. And they also have all the nice headshots of those handsome players that have already signed up. And I'm sure that that is, is going to grow as the players field um, people continue to uh, as it will. RSVP. Yep. So let's talk about the charity component and, and the fact that the money that is raised – how much of the money raised at this tournament goes back to the community and to designated charities. I know you've got the birdies for charity thing. You've got so many mm-hmm. different pieces of this. We do. So the, the short answer to this, Anne, is 100% of the net proceeds from this event go back to charity. Period. End of story. So when you when you take in the revenue, you pay the bills, whatever is left, it, I mean, like that, like 100% of it goes out. Nobody owns this event. Um, the tournament, I mean, I sit, um, I sit as the executive director of the foundation that manages the event. And so we are a nonprofit. And so we take it in and we push it out. And so, you know, some people, sometimes people go, oh, well, Travelers has to make money off of that. Like, no, no, no. They actually just, they subsidize a ton of stuff. They don't make anything off of this. Actually, they spend a lot of money to support the event, right? That's what, that's what you get for being a title sponsor. That's not free. You do. You, the title sponsor just means that you get to pay the bill yes, at the end of the meal. Right. So thank you so much. <laughs> so, um, you know, you point the waiter in their direction. But no, it's I mean, they do. I mean, they subsidize this to where all of our other sponsors, they, you know, they support this because they know, hey, you know, the margins of this, my sponsorship are going to go back to charity. So last year we had I want to say it was 120, it might have been 125 charities that benefited from the tournament, um, you know, more than two million dollars that we pushed back out to the community. Um, to your point, through various programs, whether it's through our Birdies for Charity program, whether it's through, you know, direct support of Hole in the Wall Gang Camp. I would just say this to any anybody listening who is part of a 501c3, uh, you sit on a board, you have a charity that you care about, that you make donations to, send them our way. We can find a way to get them involved. We either give you we either find a way to get you funds or we find a way to get you a voice. Uh, we have a lot of charities that say we're small. We can't afford to, you know, take out radio ads. We can't afford to do X, Y, and Z. And we have some amazing media partners. Um, Renee Danino with iHeart Communities. She is a huge partner of ours and she helps the charities tell their stories. Um, and so giving a platform and funds to these nonprofits, it's a, it's a really unique setup with the PGA tour. I mean, there's no other professional sports organization that can say that, that they have this much of a charitable, um, I would say in their DNA about how they're how they're set up, how they're how they're built. Right. So it's a very unique, cool part of who we are. And I also love Media Row because all the media come out there and they put up their big their trailers, and it's it's fun. So you're not only going to see these celebrity golfers, right? But you're going to run into local news celebrities that are out there covering this thing wall to wall all week long. 
They've got their own little media center. Um, I love that. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you're you're so you treat them so well too. the media folks. I remember getting you always had a little goodie bag each day for the, for the folks that are covering the tournament. You know, I've got fond memories uh, of being out there. And so and everyone does a great job. And there are so many sidebar stories to this tournament. It's not just about, you know, the the PGA Tour. We really, you guys do a really good job of localizing it and talking about, like you said, the charities that benefit, talking about the sidebar and fo- and showcasing some of the volunteers or some of the unique things yeah. that are going on out there. And that's what really makes it interesting. So you don't have to be a huge fan of golf per se, there's so many other things to be interested in and that go on out there that it really makes it fun. Well, this I mean, this is a community celebrating so many different things. Right. And to your point, I, I mean, there's people that come out here and spend the day that never watch a shot of golf. Mm-hmm. You know, they come I, out I, there I gotta, to hang out. I've done that. I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really have. I've I, sat I in my, corporate role. Yep. I didn't watch one stroke of anything, but. I've gotten better. I at think that. my kids still do that every year. They come out, Dad. You know what do you do? I didn't see one shot of golf. I'm like, well, did you have fun? <laughs> I said, yeah. So, anyway, so yeah, it is. It's it's a it's a community event. It's, I think it's a celebration of uh, you know what, like I said earlier, you know, it's what our community can do when we come together. Right, and it's a safe event, and you feel good about letting your kids run around and go to the different zones where they can take part in different activities. You know, and you don't really have to worry about it. It's just, um, it's all encapsulated, and there's so many eyes, eyeballs around the place that, you know, it's still one of those safe spots where you can just relax and enjoy and run into people that you're going to, you know, haven't seen in a while. That's the other fun thing is, is seeing who you haven't seen in a while out there. So we want to remind people that this is coming up. Again, it's June 20th to the 26th, yeah. and you probably want to get your tickets in advance, right? I would highly recommend that. Um, there's a number of venues. Um, you know, you can buy tickets in the hospitality venues. We've, we've sold out of several of them, you know, on, eight, on the 18th hole. And there's still a little bit of availability for hospitality on the 17th hole for the, you know, if you want to buy a ticket and come someplace where it's, you know, open bar, mm-hmm. food and beverage for the day, things like that. It's, it's very affordable. All that's listed out, to your point, on TravelersChampionship.com. But, yeah, no, I would highly recommend, um, you know, getting your tickets early just to make sure that you can get them. So right, I right. would pay for anybody to miss out. That's right. Absolutely. So don't wait till the last minute. Well, I want to thank you, Nathan Groob, and hats off to you, your volunteers, your entire staff, and uh, hopefully our paths will cross come the end of this month. That would be great. And thank you very much for the time. I never get uh, never get tired of talking about it. It's um, it's just awesome to, to see what our community well, you, can do when they come Well, it's fun together. because you can hear the passion in your voice. And they're very fortunate to have somebody that not only works their butt off, but is so enthusiastic and knowledgeable about what's going on. So thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Well, you're kind. We look forward to seeing you soon. Okay. And thanks to you for tuning in to this edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.